previously on the Infinite Escape Room. So there's no point busking as a horse. With my tinsel intestines hanging out. I'm not breaking anything except the law, and that doesn't have a deposit. Hello and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a group of geographically diverse chums meet up, have a drink, and work together to solve a homemade escape room of the ears. I'm Mike. I am drinking a Brewdog Lost Banana. Sorry, Lost in Banana, which is their regular Lost uh, Pilsner lager, but infused with bananary goodness. Um, I've done a couple of these and they're very nice. And this one is... Hmm... It's lovely. It's absolutely lovely. It's kind of tastes like bananary sweeties. How how ripe is the banana? Um, I'd say there's still a little bit of green in there. It's not quite gone to mush. That's how I like it. Yeah. Delicious. It's not quite <laughs> banana you put in banana bread. Yeah. You know, apparently um, the banana flavouring uh, that you get in like the old sweets and things tastes mm. like an old breed of banana that's now basically extinct. Oh, I heard that. Was that on? That's crazy. No such thing as fish. Probably was. Something like that. Yeah, I've heard that. I know that at monkey sanctuaries they can't give uh, they can't feed monkeys as many bananas as they, as they used to because we've been breeding bananas to get sweeter and sweeter and have more sugar in. So um, the monkeys have reduced the amount of bananas that they're allowed to have and up like uh, the amount of nuts and stuff. Um, it's improved oh, their behaviour and given them better coats. So we've uh, we've accidentally been giving monkeys diabetes for years. <laughs> that's, that's, that's why they're not on the PG Tips adverts anymore. <laughs> You don't want to see a monkey jabbing themselves with insulin every five minutes. Yeah. track lines. What are you doing there, monkey? I'm putting it between my toes. <laughs> Johnny, help me. International listeners, please uh, please just search PG Monkey on uh, on YouTube for, for and Johnny Vegas. <laughs> Oh, and joining me on this fine, ripe uh, January 2022 evening, we have... Um, Hello, I'm Bailey, and I'm drinking, I think it's a Wessex gin and tonic, because Alan made it me, and I'm not quite sure. It's very nice. It's very nice. Lovely. Well done, Alan. And I'm Ben Levy-Griffiths, and this week I am drinking uh, what is left of the baby shams with uh, maraschino cherries, Um, and it is... Good God. That's very, very, 70s, very nice. 80s? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Face Man bought baby, wanted Baby Sham over Christmas. And um, I tried one having tried it years ago and very much disliked it. It's, um, it's a Perry, so like a, mm. a pear cider wine. Oh. Um, and then the cherries, I've never had these cherries. They're not like glacé cherries. They're um, cherries that taste like cherries and marzipan. Um, they're delicious. Ooh. Mm. I love it. My teeth are itching listening to that. (laughs) My nan used to drink that, and now she doesn't drink anymore. (laughs) Other two things. Everything you need need to know about baby sham. And I'm Jamie Gibbs, and I'm drinking a Goose Island Golden Goose. Uh, It was on my Christmas list. It was on my birthday list, and small violin moment. Nobody bought me any. So the day after Boxing Day, stride into Aldi and see it there, waiting for me. So now it's my first. This beer of the new year. So cheers. 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 I say, God, you've done very well, Jamie, for this to be your first beer of the new year. Um, I mean, I've been drinking a considerable amount of mead since ah, January the 1st. (laughs) (laughs) It's my first beer of the year. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love that. New Year, New Year's Eve <laughs> party. Get out the mead. New Year, new me. Yeah, I did drink it out of a horn as well, just, just to be extra. Of course. <laughs> Nobody's of course watching. You did. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that you have like an anchorman moment with it, like Tia team assemble, and like, like that, like con, like, I, like pissing out bubbly. I, yeah. I, I did do that once to try and be funny, not realizing that there was still some beer left at the very bottom because of the the curve of the horn. You don't notice oh, no. until it's splashed back on your it's face. Come out, yeah. <laughs> I learnt my lesson. Grim. Oh, so, no. what is the infinite escape room? Well, it is an escape room. It is infinite and it goes on forever in your ear holes. Every room in the infinite escape room links and leads into the next in one big, never ending escape experience adventure. One of us will present a part of the infinite escape room, and today it is moi, while the others, that is Bailey, Ben, and Jamie, will try and solve it. If they do not escape within the allotted time, then they will lose, and rubbish, bum felchingly nasty stuff will happen to them. And before we probably kick off, we would like to thank our fabulous, generous, wonderful, flantambu, clumptious patrons. And in particular, Jay Shaw and Jen McFinley. Thank you so very much. Keeping the show on the road, the boat on the canal, the glacé cherry in Ben's baby sham. Maraschino cherry. (laughs) In Ben's baby sham. (laughs) The horn in Jamie's mead. <laughs> yeah, no, that it works. Is. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Lead and Jamie's horn. One of the two. Thank Cheers. you both. Yay! Thank you very much. Do you happy have a year. I mean, happy new year to everybody, but happy new year particularly to our fabulous patrons. Happy new year. If you would like to join their glorious ranks, their mighty ranks, for as little as a pound a month, you can do so at patreon.com slash the infinite escape room. There'll be a link in the episode description below. So, are you ready, folks? Yes. yes. Oh, yes. Then let us enter the infinite escape room. I haven't done a deposit because eh, didn't feel like I needed a deposit this time around. Smash everything. Smash the patriarchy. Oh, not that. Oh, that's <laughs> my favourite bit. <laughs> 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 the the let's, 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 that can be the deposit, the patriarchy. Oh, but but that I can smash it at the end if we win. Oh, babe, I feel like that's the only thing I've really got going for me these days is Your pa- being, <laughs> being a member of the patriarchy. <laughs> You're not the patriarchy, though. The patriarchy is the system, the society that we live in. You're not the patriarchy. I know, but I feel like I feel like uh, apparently I'm benefiting from the patriarchy. Well, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. Same as everyone. Uh, last time on the Infinite Escape Room, you had managed to get yourselves through a London train station and onto the final train homewards, which you had stopped with half of a pantomime horse. You're on this train. Heading home, or at least as close to your home as a train station can ever be, which is usually two different bus journeys or one taxi ride so expensive that you wonder if it would have been cheaper to charter a helicopter. You're pondering the poor state of UK public transport, glancing idly around what is an unusually empty carriage, when the lights go off for a moment. You hear a curse, some footsteps, and then a short, sharp scream. The train rattles and clatters on, and after a moment, the lights come back on. The carriage is unchanged, apart from a large body in the middle of it. Dun-dun-dun. No. I might put in a real dun-dun-dun there. Bum-bum-bum. Yeah. Or I might just use that. <laughs> Either one. You have my permission, so it's fine. <laughs> You're pondering this body when, crash, you find yourself ducking as a blue glowing brick goes through the window next to you. Ooh. What would you like to do? Did, did the brick come from inside or outside? 
Uh, it came from outside. Your expert Please. investigative detective skills have noticed the uh, the glass pattern is on the inside of the carriage, hmm. noting oh. that the brick probably came from the outside. Okay. So, to round up a second, we're stopped. The train is still moving. Oh, you said oh that we God. stopped it with half a pantomime horse. Oh, you had stopped it to get onto the train with half a pantomime horse. Oh, oh what half? Wait. <laughs> uh, I think it was the back. <laughs> the business end. Or is it bus- no business at the front, party at the back? That's what it is. <laughs> One of those mullet horses. <laughs> like a mullet. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry, that's not pantomime horses. That's mullets. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> is the is the glowing brick inside the train with us now? Uh, it is indeed. It is on the floor oh. in front of you, glowing. Yeah, should we take a look at it? Yeah, let's pick it up and give it a sniff. Okay, so the brick appears to have a blue flashing light duct taped onto it uh, and has a sheet of paper elastic banded around it. The piece of paper reads, We have reason to believe that there may have been a murder on this train. We've got a couple of suspects, but due to COVID sickness absences, we don't have the manpower to investigate. We've decided the best solution is for you to just sort it out. Just finger someone, plus a motive, and how they've done it. And if you don't, when the train arrives at the next station in half an hour, we'll pin the Jack the Ripper killings on you. Much love, the police. The police. Not even the Metropolitan, like, the police. Oh, it's, just, it's just Sting somewhere, police, solving yeah. crimes in his own time. What do we need to, the information, the person, the motive? So I suppose our first port of call will be to, to check out that dead body. Yeah. So uh, looking at the body, you can see it's of a portly gentleman in a top hat and tailcoat, uh, lying to all intents and purposes, you believe, dead on the floor. At least to your untrained eyes, he looks pretty dead can we well okay so i know basic first aid so Ooh. if we check for danger so is there any any danger there's broken glass there? broken glass yes <laughs> keep away from it then jamie put it down sorry no jamie don't eat that <laughs> god damn it um response is r dr abc so danger response can we give him a shake and ask him is he dead um, you Let's give him a shake. Replies. Uh, he does not reply if he is dead. So you assume no. I'm assuming. Well, he, oh, oh, he's really can we check playing. His breathing. Can we check his airways and if he's breathing? Uh, you check his airways. Uh, there is nothing. There is no air passing through them. He does not appear to be breathing. Okay. Um, by the way, I would have uh, <laughs> shouted for help in between those stages as well. But <laughs> it doesn't have any airwaves. It's, I've, all um, I've got Wrigley's is Ben and got. Jamie. So. <laughs> wow. Um, cool. What? What did you Jamie's think? a cardiologist in real life. My God. Well, what can I say? Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a discreet Egyptologist. It's, it's a different uh, discipline. What? Sorry, Jamie, what do you do? I'm a disgraced Egyptologist. That's Egyptology. my uh, That's my background. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Fair enough. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, but that's my ba- I, I, yeah, that's my BFA, my basic first aid. So, um, so I'm, I'm deducing he's dead. I uh, just if, uh, not, if not, I might just put him in. Can I put him in the, the recovery position? <laughs> sure, you, you put him in the recovery oh, no. position. Some may argue he's beyond the recovery position, but um, hope springeth eternal. Just, just in case. <laughs> um, can I wear his top hat? As much as I don't want to interfere with the deceased i do like a hat absolutely you put his top hat on superb i'm the monopoly man hey. <laughs> did uh, did jamie spot anything on the inside of the hat when he was placing it upon his noggin 
Uh, no. In the outside, like in the little. Like, no, it's a uh, it... perfectly awesome top hat. Yes, I would say ordinary, but everybody knows that top hats when... are inherently awesome. Correct. Yeah, it's true. When I was putting the victim in the recovery position, did I notice anything in his? Well, actually, before I would have done that, I would have checked his pockets. Okay. Can I check his pockets? So checking his pockets. Uh, in fact, do you want to just give him a general kind of a general rummage? Yeah, go, seeing as, let's seeing give as him you've a good kind of started rummage. robbing the corpse, <laughs> might as well. Right, you've, you've molested it first, and then Jamie's robbed it. You might as well go the whole hog. We'll take the uh, tails off as well. Just to... <laughs> why not? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're not snipping them off the back of the jacket or the whole jacket itself. No, it's the whole jacket itself. Uh, my tails don't fit me anymore, so maybe this will um, <laughs> fair enough. Okay, so, so, okay, okay, so sorry. Uh, okay, well, uh, I'll do the. I'll resolve these in order then. Okay. So, um, searching the body, uh, you'll notice that he's uh, quite a portly gentleman. So more than enough space to to fit probably both of you. Uh, you know, t- two of you could potentially fit inside this uh, this tailcoat, which Ben is now wearing. Searching his pockets, you find that uh, one of his pockets uh, has a rather large bulge in. And the other pocket has a rather small bulge in. Ben, putting on the jacket, you see that there is a name tag on the lapel. Can we read it, please? Certainly. The, sorry, the name badge, I should say. Uh, the badge reads Sir Toppenhat, Senior Controller, Southwest Line. Oh, no. Could you say that again, please? Uh, it reads Sir Toppenhat, Senior oh. Controller, Southwest Line. Someone killed the fat controller. Oh, no. Hello, Editing Mike here. For our international listeners who may not be aware, Thomas the Tank Engine is a children's television programme. Once done uh, with models and things back in my youth, and now remade for modern chillins with CG, in which Thomas, a tank engine, and his friends, who are also tank engines, um, and all have faces, um, go on trainee adventures up and down train tracks. Sir Toppen Hat uh, is the renaming of a character who used to be called the Fat Controller. But obviously, nobody wants to call somebody a Fat Controller these days in children's programming, so they have renamed him to Sir Topham Hat. Anyway, it's a lovely and whimsical TV show. I very much encourage you to go and check it out on YouTube if you've not come across it before. Anyway, back to the show. Senior Controller, we'll what line? We'll you, sir. Uh, Southwest Line. Oh God! This took a turn for the worst. Um, and can we check out the big bulge? You do. Uh, <laughs> in you pull something out of his uh, pocket. It's a PlayStation Dual Shock Two, uh, except that it is unusually twice its normal girth. So, what is a PlayStation Dual Shock Two? A con- like a controller. Yep, it's a controller for the PlayStation Two console. Yeah, <clears throat> and can we check out the uh, the small bulge as well, please? Sure thing. Uh, the small bulge, you find a small iron key. Okay. Is there anything in his trouser pockets? Uh, those were his trouser pockets. And oh, okay. They are, they are now... Div- I mean, you can stick your hand in, have a rummage around, but... I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> no, I'm nothing else you find will be critical. I don't really want to molest the fast, fat controller, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I completely ruined my childhood, so... Uh, um, <laughs> is, there, is there anything in the pockets of the, of the tailcoat? Uh, no. Was there a waistcoat with a um, with a, a, a pocket watch? Uh, yeah, why not? <laughs> Can I have a look at the yeah. pocket watch? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. The pocket watch reads uh, actually it appears to be counting backwards, and it currently reads twenty two minutes and fifty seconds. Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh, bloody hell! One of those ones. He says, "Okay, focus." Um, is there anything else in the carriage? 
so looking around the carriage you can see that there's just some uh very boring and uncomfortable looking seating um the emergency uh, lighting which appears to have come on um and the emergency brake chain so is that like on the ceiling like uh yeah it's kind of hanging down pull. from one wall quite an old oh so it's like yeah. a light pole kind of situation uh kind of yeah it's quite long and hanging down from one wall can we pull it yeah you can yank you give you it a good yank. Should we? Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, you give it a good yank, and you're surprised to find that nothing happens. You may still have incurred a fine. Oh, according okay. to the old rhyme. Damn it! Monopoly. <laughs> Damn. Okay. At um, either end of the carriage, presumably there are some doors. Uh, there Can we are. inspect them, please? Sure. So uh, behind you, you see uh, nothing but uh, a door. It appears to be locked. Uh, and out of the window of that door, you can see the track retreating behind you. That appears to be the back of the train. To the front of you, you see a door with a little window looking through into the next carriage. Is there a little keyhole? There's not. It appears to just be a door that you can push open. Can we push it open and head over to the next carriage? You do so. Uh, Stepping into the next carriage, you'll see this appears to be the Bosch person's carriage because it contains three (laughs) cabins. Oh, I've got because Jamie's got the hat on. I've got Jamie doing like a home, uh, like a Welsh Homer Simpson impression, going "Hello, <laughs> Hattingham. All right, bar." <laughs> it's like the flashback he like Homer has when he's been drunk. He's like, yeah. "I said to him, <laughs> oh, like that," and really he's like, "Ah," like that, just in a gutter somewhere. Yeah, whereas so, actually, what yeah. happened in real life? Was yeah, that Bailey molested a corpse and then Penn and Jamie robbed it. Hey! The worst I've done is put a dead person into the recovery position rather than do CPR. You did but punch his large bulge. You did. It was a PlayStation controller, thank you very much. Get your mind out the gutter, Benjamin. <laughs> Disgusting. Anyway, this um, appears to be yeah. the uh, the posh carriage. Uh, contains three small cabins. Can we take a look in the first one? Uh, you try. Uh, it appears to be locked. Uh, this appears to be locked with a uh, five-digit numeric lock. It has a nameplate on the door uh, oh. reading Rupert Murdoch. All right, we won't go in there then. <laughs> what dirty <laughs> secrets is in that? Okay, Rupert Murdoch, five digits. Um, second one? Uh, the second one has a nameplate on the door reading Professor Death. Uh, this also has a five-digit numeric lock. Hmm. And is that death as in opposite to life? Yes. Not death as in opposite in, to blind. As in hearing impairment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and can we go in that room? That also appears to be locked. By what? A five-digit numeric lock. Oh, God damn it. And okay. then can we look at the final one, please? Certainly. <clears throat> uh, this one has a plate on the door that reads Poison Oaky. And this appears to be locked uh, with a key lock. Oh. Can we use the iron key? Sure thing. Uh, you unlock the iron lock. And let's uh, go inside. Go in. Mm. And step inside. Uh, you find it to be a very small little cabin, utterly unadorned apart from, in the very middle, a medium-sized uh, poison oak tree in a large ceramic pot. In the inclement weather that we've been having recently, you see that most of the leaves are going brown and many have dropped onto the floor of the carriage. How do we know it's a poison oak there's a big stencil on the front of the... That's a good point, Ben. 
Goddamn pretty. Yeah. As well as being a cardiologist, I, I touch um, it. Jamie's also a horticulturist. Yeah. I rub my hand on the leaves and go, oh shit, that's not good. <laughs> Just... Jamie gets a rash. You weren't sure it was a yeah. oak tree until now we know. rash that Jamie had. <laughs> um, good point, Ben, you jerk. <laughs> Stop picking holes, Ben. Pick know holes, your ben. place. <laughs> Why are these walls made of cake? <laughs> Do you know what happened to little boy who asked too many questions? <laughs> like, can we have a Elon look Musk at the is a billionaire tree. now. <laughs> Christian Musk, they call him. Sorry, Ben, you're saying. <laughs> can we look at the tree, please? Uh, sure. It is, as I described it, appears to be uh, partially autumnalised. I, I just, if you just stop, it is, as I described it. <laughs> and just nothing else. Like, <laughs> as per my last email. As I said. <laughs> No, not kind regards. Regards. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, there's, there's no, nothing further to describe for it. It is sort of autumnal. The leaves appear to be uh, starting to drop off it, but there are sufficient on there to give Jamie a horrible itchy rash. Yay! Is there anything on the walls? No, nothing more than wall. Can we smash the ceramic pot and thus smash the patriarchy? Uh, you've got no <laughs> deposit, so I suppose there's nothing stopping you from smashing the yeah, pot. You smash the pot, the tree goes slightly on the piss. <laughs> uh, anything in the debris, uh, in the pot shards? Anything Re- like tree, roots, soil, earwigs. Okay. Nothing exciting. Um, can we take a look at the PS DualShock 2 controller? Sure thing. Is, it, is there anything, like? is it just like normal symbols for PlayStation and... Yeah, yeah, it's an yeah. absolutely normal DualShock 2 controller, except that it's twice the usual girth. Is it wireless? Uh, this was a wired controller, I think. Oh, it's just a pun for fat controller, isn't it? Because oh, uh, I yeah, thought it bastard. was a thing. I thought we'd have to... Oh, God, it. All my notes wasted. Well done, Collins. <laughs> oh, my God. So, rips all the pages out of our books, yeah. Currently... <laughs> Currently, we have uh, a name badge that says Sir Toppenhat. Um, see the nice. controller for Southwest Line. Um, I don't think that we have any more information other than the three names. I certainly we, we've found a tree which seems to uh, appears to have no significance. There is nothing on the walls, nothing else in the room. I don't know where we're going to get the yeah. numbers from. No, yes, and it, um, I'm just thinking because like po- it was poison oaky. And there's a poison oak in it. Yeah. So whether or not these, I don't know, Professor Death. There's, um, there is on. another door at the end of this carriage, much in oh, the same God. way as there was oh. at the end of the previous one. Let's just okay. keep on, keep on going. Let's then. keep going. Okay, so um, you go through the end of the uh, the posh carriage, and you find yourselves on the locomotive itself. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Okay. It seems to be quite an old-style locomotive, painted a rather jolly blue, possibly coal-fired, and much to your surprise, doesn't appear to be manned. Oh. Is it womaned? <laughs> Smashing the patriarchy. It's, it's Amelia Earhart. She's been here all along, working the rails. Hey, guys. I'm not dead all after all. I'm just on this train. I'm working the railroads. Yeehaw. Um, oh, no, it is not womaned either, I'm afraid, Ben. Okay. Um, can we is 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 there anything of note around us that we might notice? That... Uh, yeah, sure. So you actually notice that um, this being an older style train, it appears to be a bit deadly at the sides in that it's not actually kind of an enclosed um, driver's cab. You 
appear to be able to step off to either side of the cab. And actually, there's a small platform built around the outside of the uh, the locomotive, which appears to go to the front of the train. Ooh, <clears throat> can I step out onto the uh, onto said platform? You do. You step out onto the platform. You hear the wind whistling through your whiskers. Um, can I see any uh, markings on the train? Any numbers, letters, anything written? Uh, so looking at the side of the train, you can see that there is just a sort of jolly red one on the side, which you don't really pay much heed to. If you step up to the front, you see a large face on the front of the train. Oh, Thomas, you're haunting me again. Is it Thomas or James? Because James Th- is number one, isn't he? James is number five. My four-year-old is currently obsessed with Thomas. Oh, I know okay, more than enough. any man should know. Oh, it's one. Oh, sorry. Yeah, red. I, th- I heard red and I thought, Thomas is blue. But then the thing is blue. Okay. Um, anything else? Anything on the walls? Any dials? Any dials with numbers? Uh, yeah, there's various gauges and things and um, doodads and twiddly what's-its. What's, uh, what's Thomas's expression right now? Is he placid and happy or does he look murderous? Ooh, uh, he's looking directly at you, quizzically. Oh, Christ. Can you imagine? Oh, no, I'm getting back. Oh, I'm getting away from that. <laughs> <laughs> back away slowly, oh, Jamie. Um, can we open up the, um, uh, like the firebox where you put the coal in to, to burn it? You can. And you hear a giggle from the front of the train. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, God, we're not molesting Thomas as well. Come on. This is too much. Too much. Was there, in the first room, was there anything in the seating? Can I run back quickly and check? Uh, You quickly dash back to the back of the train and you find nothing in the seating. Okay. So. I've run back. If you, I don't think this is going to help. If you take all the letters of Thomas and you take the numbers of the index they are in the alphabet, you do get ten letters. What? Which ten may just letters? be a coincidence. Oh, ten like, numbers? Ten, ten numbers. Ten numbers. <laughs> Which may be a coincidence, so it may not. I mean, I'd read Mike's well, it's, the only, it's, really it's, the it's worth a try, it's then. The, yeah. What, le- what numbers is it? So I have got two zero. Eight one five one three one one nine. Would you like to try if, those in the two in the two locks in the second carriage? So I would love to, please. Yes. Come on, Ben. Uh, if this is right, oh my god! You try them first uh, with Professor Death's room first, and then Rupert's with the numbers loader, and nothing happens. You try them reversed, and nothing happens. Cool. <clears throat> but that was incredibly clever, Ben. Yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> well done. Um. Is you that... have uh, 11 minutes remaining. Oh, Shit. no. Is that flashing blue light that was on the brick? Um, does that do anything else other than be a flashing blue light? I th- it just it... indicates that it's from the police, I think. I think they just attach uh, a flashing blue light to everything uh, they do. We're looking too much into this, aren't we? <laughs> um, uh, is, there any, is there anything we haven't looked at, guys? We've got the train, we've got the names on the doors, and we've gone into the poison oak. Oh, what if we chuck the poison oak tree into the fire? Give Thomas a rash. Let's give it a go. Yeah, maybe, maybe, um, maybe. Oh no, I don't know. Oh uh, no. Okay, uh, you can do that. You chuck the poison oak tree into the fire. You it now smell forever. burning oak tree. You've all got itchy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to yeah, say that rash. train rash sounds far too close to train crash for my life. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Taking the tree out, uh, a lot of you leave a lot of uh, loose leaves along the uh, the carriages in its way. Is it, the thing. Is there anything on the leaves? Like any numbers? No, or... no, just delicious itchiness. 
Is it? Is there a suit? How many leaves? <laughs> Lots. <laughs> a whole tree's worth. Well, whatever's well, whatever's left of this is all that remains uh, of this tree now. Actually, I'll there's sacrifice. a shit ton of leaves everywhere. <laughs> in the in the carriage that had the poison oak, was there a window um, to look through to the outside? Yes. Anything of note out the window? The landscape. Ah, bugger. A tree, a sheep, a bush, a tree, a sheep. <laughs> rushing past. <laughs> I feel slightly sick. Um, so, um, the platform that went alongside the um, train, the engine, there isn't one that goes back along the carriages as well. No, it appears to go all the way around the side of the, uh, the locomotive itself uh, and round the front as well. I, I'm wondering if this platform is there for any other reason to just see Thomas's face or whether we ought to be communicating with yeah. Thomas somehow. Well, if I give, Ben, if I give you my hat, if you pretend to be the fat controller and tell Thomas to stop the train, why maybe did, that'll why? do something. Because <laughs> he, um, Thomas did giggle. Oh yes, yeah, so when you speak. put stuff in, so he is reactive yeah. to the. Maybe, maybe Thomas saw something. Maybe Unless we can that was question just a little him. Collins joke, and it's it, it's gone too far. So I, I with the tails on, um, yeah, I do that, Ben, and and go hello, Thomas. Plop, plop, plop like on the, uh, the the top hat and um, carefully make my way alongside the uh, the locomotive um, with the tails whipping sort of alongside me and having to hold the hat on my head, and I draw to the to the uh, end of of the engine, and I see Thomas's beady eyes staring at me and um i say hello thomas um i can't really remember what the fat controller sounds like um that's very what um did yeah. you, what's it sounds like what's his oh, name oh, Ringo star. Oh, Ringo yeah. star i can't oh, do it oh, with an accent um can I, can I <laughs> as much as i can do hello said thomas why are you wearing the fat controller's stuff said thomas <laughs> uh, the fat controller said is thomas. dead <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, said Thomas. Oh dear, said Thomas. <laughs> Sorry, that's I, really do, do bad. Do I need to do it in the accent? Do I need to do it in the Seringo? Uh, it would be. Oh dear, yeah, it would be more okay. Yeah. Like, oh dear, said Thomas. <laughs> that's really good. Uh, you wouldn't have any idea who killed him and why. <laughs> oh, is he dead? I'm so terribly sorry to hear that, said Thomas. It's really strange. I can hear and control everything within my big train body. Choo choo. He uh, flaps the, doors, the grating then? of his yeah. coal scuttle to illustrate this and blows out a big old puff of steam. But I'm sorry to say that I didn't hear anything. There's only one thing in my entire carriage that I can't control, and it's those locks. Ah. I suppose they must have made them train-proof. Choo-choo. I can't tell if this is part of the room or you've made this bit up, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is this... Is well, you've got six minutes to work it out. Oh, oh God. shit. We're not... We, we're, gonna, okay. we're going to prison. Where are the numbers? Thomas. Um, so Thomas can control everything. Um, and he can hear everything within his big train body. Did you? Oh, can he hear what's happening in the rooms? Mm. Can we ask uh, him? Uh, Thomas, ben, uh, ask him. Can, can you hear what is happening in the Rupert Murdoch room? Uh, what, what, what's, what's happening in there? Well, there's nothing happening in there at the moment, said Thomas. Oh, uh, Have you heard anything happening yeah. in there? Well, yes, I have. I sometimes hear... A big rattle on the door, and then just a big kicking sound. Rattle kick. Okay. Uh, what about in the uh, 
Professor Death um, room. Well, that's really strange, that one, said Thomas. <laughs> a person just sits outside for a while and goes, Monday's child is fair of face, Tuesday's child is full of grace, Thursday's child has far to go, Friday's child is loving and giving, Saturday's child works hard for a living, said Thomas. So he's missing Wednesday yeah, and Sunday. And Sunday. Okay. Um, oh, I what, thought Saturday was there. And what about um, the Poison Oaky room? Have you heard anything from there? No, said Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Thomas. You, you burnt my favourite tree. <laughs> um, so when's, Wednesday's child is full of woe. See, it's just first child. Uh, and Saturday, and the, the child that's born on the Sabbath day is bonnie and bright and good and gay. Yeah. Um, so we're missing woe and bonnie and bright, good and gay. So, uh, E5. In uh, Rufus Murdoch, could we please try 23155? Oh, uh, you try two, three, one, five, five in Rupert Murdoch's one, and nothing happens. Can we try it in the Professor Death one, please? You do, and nothing happens. Okay, that was a uh, woe. Oh, um, put yeah, I dexed a size. I indexed a size. For Rupert Murdoch, can we rattle the door and then kick it, please? Uh, you rattle the door and give it a good boot, and it flings open. It appears Yay! the lock was just a bit knackered. <laughs> What's inside? Uh, inside is not a lot, just the stench of Rupert Murdoch. And this, it appears to be a scrap of newspaper, Ooh. is going into the chat now. Oh, Christ. All right, come on, guys. Oh, good God. Rolling cock up as platforms squeeze old trains out. Uh, the Daily Rail, issue uh, 20 April 2021. Rolling cock up as platforms squeeze old trains out. An error by the senior controller of South West Rail means that new platforms at all stations, uh, sorry, at all, yeah, at all stations on the line will be too narrow for existing rolling stock, which will now need to be scrapped. It's about time we got rid of our older, tra- our older trains anyway, the controller, and then the rest of the story is on page two, page two. And then this, the second article is lies on the line, myth busted. And uh, the text is, a recent study found that leaves on the line do not in fact slow trains down and that less scrupulous and lazy rail franchises have just been using them as an excuse to take the day off. Local historian Gimbal Bum Sandwich say, uh, says there is an old kernel of truth, though, as it seems that the myth originated not from leaves causing problems on the line, but instead, and there's more, overleaf. <laughs> and, and that's it very good pun by the way Collins so based on that can we take some of the poison oak leaves getting more rashes and then throw them at the front of the train onto the line to see what happens uh, sure you throw some of the leaves onto the line um, and they go underneath the train with a kind of <gasps> Ooh, leafy squish throw... sound nothing else happens ah. can we throw them at Thomas at his uh, face sure you, you throw some at Thomas <laughs> And he goes, why did you do that? As a horrible rash breaks out on his face. He's having a miserable time. Don't do so that. that. Those s- things are does... poisonous. But does that slow him down? No, said Thomas. Oh, oh um, Michael, sorry. sorry. I forgot who I was. For <laughs> uh, right, Thomas. Are we able to determine um, the fat controller's cause of death? So if you oh, go yeah. back and uh, reinvestigate his corpse, you will find there are some strange bumps around his neck, which you are currently unable to identify. 
Are they similar the to chain. the bumps on my hand? It's the, the, the emergency but... chain. Ah. Strangled by it. I, that's, I reckon that was it. Because there was the, the emergency tra- chain hanging down. Oh, did he off himself? Did he hang himself? Because <laughs> of the, the cocking... No, the rolling cock up. Not the cocking roll up. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um, uh, can we please go to the front of the train again and I will ask Thomas uh, Thomas, um, did oh. you kill the fat controller? What makes you say that? says Thomas uh, Well, my, my suspicion is is that you said that you could control everything within your, within your train and um, it appears that the uh, fat controller had um, uh Bear in mind, Ben, put in, put in, on the train. <laughs> put in platforms that were too small for you. So they were going to trade you in for newer, slimmer models. That's a terrible accusation, said Thomas. Where's your proof? said Thomas. The the article in the Daily Rail. And and the weird bumpy thing. Actually, let's before before we go further, can we please go back? Humph over the fat controller towards the chain and um can we just like match up the chain to the bumps? Unfortunately, your inexpert gaze doesn't give you the ability to see whether that is uh, whether there is a direct correlation between that chain and that particular bumpiness around his neck. And we're not able to rip the chain off the, off the ceiling. <laughs> no, they built they built trains different in those days. Oh god! Um, and we still haven't gone in Professor Death. Thing. No. Can we try um, the code one two four five six into that? You try the code one two four five six into Professor Death's carriage and it opens up inside you find do you want to explain how you solve that one jamie yes um monday's day one tuesday's day two wednesday's skipped Uh, etc well then well then uh you step into professor death's cabin inside you find box upon box upon box of unsold children's book it's his unsold children's book that's not my corpse the introductory sensory book to pathology for ages one to four Oh, let's have a little Ooh. thumb through it and see if there's any nuggets yeah. we can learn. You do. You have a thumb through and a feel. That's not my corpse. That's all Velcro-y. That's on fire. That's not my corpse. That one's all wiggly-wobbly uh, and feels like jelly. Um, it's been in the bin for too long. That's an interesting corpse. It's got bumpy bits around its neck. That's my corpse. You recognise this now as a a chain-based ligature around the neck, which was a likely cause of death. So, um, can we go back to the note again? I can't remember who we needed to, to tell and, and, and how we are going to tell them. Oh, so we, I think it's just we need to say so who who did it. Um, finger and some, then, we need to that, finger someone, plus a motive and how they did it. So, well, Thomas? What I'm going to do is I'm going to take the hit for this one i'm going to stroll into the locomotive uh rip open the uh the the the, the fire chambery thing uh <laughs> waggle my finger at it that the last time. <laughs> okay you, you you strip open you waggle ben you're waggling your finger in it give him what for come on do it um so it was it was uh, thomas the tank engine because the fat controller put stations in that were too small for him and he did it with this with the emergency brake chain. I see, said Thomas. You think you're pretty bloody clever, don't you? <laughs> said Thomas. <laughs> well, that doesn't change anything. I suppose I'm going to have to kill us all in a murder-suicide sort of thing. You find Thomas is accelerating. The, the, the leaves! Oh, that, Throw the leaves. The, the other thing. Oh, 
bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um so what do we need to do? It's um Grimble Bum Sandwich. Um As bad as it makes me feel, can we throw the fat control over the front of the tracks <laughs> to try and slow him down? <laughs> oh Christ. <laughs> yeah, sure thing, Jamie. He's um, already dead. <laughs> You do, and the big old snowplow on the front of Thomas (laughs) goes through him like a Christmas cheese knife. Like pig's bite bone, like butter. Thomas is continuing to accelerate. I've seen one too many birds just like that. (laughs) Well, we still we still got leaves. Have we we burned the the thing that would save us? How about throwing the tree in front of? Uh, The tree's already burnt. (laughs) Bailey burns it like three miles back. (laughs) Oh no! Let's gather up the rest of the leaves that fell, and we'll scatter those at the. Well, the we've line. already done that. We threw oh, yeah, it in Thomas's face. Shit! Uh, when you threw them in Thomas's face, he got a rash. If you remember. Oh, we put them in the fire. Rub them in his eyes. Well, uh, oh, we'll we'll go. Two of no, us will go down either the side already. Yeah, put it in his eyes. And okay. we'll, we'll rub it in his eyes. Like, rub it like like give him a good thrashing with okay, it. Okay, you go up to the front of Thomas with handful of poison oak leaves each and rub them in his eyes. He goes, "Oh shit." This stings. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> You're on the right track. <laughs> oh, that's all right then. What if you rub it on the wheels? <laughs> oh, uh, what? The moving wheel? <laughs> Correct. That's a good way to lose a finger, Jamie. <laughs> uh, my rashy hand will rub it against the wheel. Sure thing. Um, it's already gone. <laughs> lose oh, what about if hand. we rub it on the inside of the, of the locomotive? Um, I don't know, like because sure. like, that's like his insides. Yeah, sure. I guess I get you rub it on the inside of the locomotive. I guess those. I I always think of his face as flesh. So um, the 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 myth originated not from leaves causing problems on the line, but something else. Um, is there are there more? Is there more newspaper? Oh, we got the books. books the books. Um. Yeah. There's there's more books. Should we oh, we put God. books onto the line instead. Sure. Um, much like the fat controller, you get a shower of pages all around you. Shit. I've just realised that when I stopped the timer earlier, I didn't restart it, which is why the timer's not gone off. Yeah, Ooh. I was going to say, like, this is definitely over I've, six minutes. I've, I've just looked, I'm, like, I'm just like, whoops. So you've probably gone over, but on the, would you like a little steer? Because you're so, yes. so, so close. Oh. I mean, trains don't have steering wheels. So. <laughs> and yet, train drivers are paid so well. It seems crazy. Oh, um, God. I mean, you've molested almost every other orifice of Thomas. The mouth, the nose, <laughs> the bumhole. I don't know. I don't know. What you're trying to... <laughs> the mouth. You haven't molested his mouth. Punch him in the in the face. <laughs> you, you, you punch Thomas in the face. He goes, "Ouch!" Thomas said. Um, what would slow him down? Is he is like he wouldn't have any balance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm He's so... on a pendolino. <laughs> so you have some poison oak leaves. Can we put... Feed, feed them to him! You stuff fistfuls of poison oak leaves in Thomas's big train mouth. You can't kill me. Huh, you're not a franchise, said Thomas. <laughs> a moment later, his big, pale, slightly rashy face goes much, much paler and then a little green. Oh, God, I was wrong. I was so wrong. Oh, you're killing me. Oh, God, I think I'm dying. The whole train shudders. Why? Why would you do this to me? 
That fat bastard was going to have me and my friends scrapped, and all because of his clerical error. Do you know how big a bonus he took home last year, and what the shareholders are creaming off the top? I could have exposed him, and now I'm dying. Oh, choo-choo, said Thomas. <laughs> the whole train shudders again as Thomas coughs up green bile and leaves. Oh he starts to slow considerably. Gordon? Gordon, is that you? <laughs> I thought you died when that TikToker parked their Land Rover on the level crossing. I'm coming to you, Gordon. We can be together again, my love. Chew. 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 Thomas the Tank Engine pulls to a gradual stop. It is now safe for you to disembark. You step away from the already decomposing body of Thomas and into a wild field of wheat. You're enjoying the view. When you see someone coming towards you, you're almost happy to see another person and not a train when you realise the person is running, running towards you, waving a big flag bearing the slogan, no deal is better than a bad deal. Oh God, it's the bastard child of Mrs Umbridge and a Dementor. It's Theresa May, alternately running and moonwalking towards you. You look a bit like a Turkish regime around the ears. Fancy some weapons, she yells. You make like Jeremy Corbyn, turn tail and run. <laughs> to be continued. And well done, guys. Woo! Yeah. 99% there, and I'm conscious that the connection between the poison oak and sticking in his mouth was extremely tenuous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, apologies you for know when, the timer. Uh, you know when Thomas died, did his eyes do the whole woo? Oh. Like, you know when he like um they did when he, he got stressed like no, I, half an hour. I would say it was it was the reluctance but we to, did it yeah the reluctance to murder a beloved children's character but we rubbed poison oak in his eyes and that was ben, fine ben fingered the firebox it, yeah we did everything but we yeah we obliterated the fat controller like he's just mush now and to be like, fair i mean thomas wanted to expose him we got him naked pretty much so we technically exposed him. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Comes like, i should i should have i should have i should have let you do it with the eyes like that would make just as much sense like it enters his bloodstream and he dies i don't know why i was fixated on the mouth i might change to go that with his mouth. i i kind of had in my head that uh, when we when we punched him in the face that, that like basically his face was going to be made of like steel and also while thomas like has a mouth it, i was never particularly clear to me whether thomas was like speaking as it were with like you know lungs and breath or whether it was more of a sort of um not telekinesis like a like a telepathy sort of deal I see, in my head it's always um, been a big flesh I face and I, to be honest, I, I don't think I ever thought about it that much. Yeah. So as I kind a of, child. I didn't really consider that they would be able to eat anything, or, or anything. there was a mouth particularly there to for stuff to go in. Because it's my it's my ever move apart from like being a smile uh, or going in the new like ones. That, like, it an does. angry face. In the new ones, he doesn't stop moving. In the new ones, they're wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's messed up, man. Like, oh. like Postman Pat. Not that I've watched them, but I've got friends with children. And... So, thank you very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website, teamforescaperoom.com. You can also follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter. We are at tier underscore podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, and we really hope you did, then we'd be obliged if you could leave us a review or share it with somebody uh, or join our Patreon program at Infinite Escape Room, well, at patreon.com slash the Infinite Escape Room. We love you lots, and we'll see you next time on the Infinite Escape Room, which I've said like 16 times now. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. Come back Bye-bye. soon. Bye-bye.
We miss you already.